You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Oh, Nelly. Dev, are we going... Street Street! Let's go! What is up, everybody? Welcome into the Winner's Lounge. Let's go! Let's go! We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure you use the code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The Nuggets take down the Rockets tonight, 120 to 100. I want to say it wasn't even that close. Did they take them down if they were already down? They... Put them down lower. They Downer. dug the grave and then dug it again. They're in the sub-basement right now. It was a very convincing win. Another very convincing win. We're going to break it all down to you. I am Harrison Wynn hosting tonight. Joined to my right. King of the chat himself. Ray is in the building. He's on the post-game show. He's in the winner's lounge. How y'all doing? How you enjoy feeling? that one, Ray? It was relaxing, <laughs> is what I'll say. I'm very calm right now. I would love to see you not calm, because I don't think that's possible. It's possible. It happens. <laughs> yeah, does it? Oh, yeah. When was the last time you were not calm? Oh, um... All right, I think about that yeah, one. I'll think about it. We it also like... joined tonight by <laughs> superstar Dev Johnson, who I, mean, I think hit, like, all of his bets. God, let's not talk about that. Listen. I, or not. I think there's I, one I you missed. I, no, I missed a couple. But the toughest thing of that entire game was the weather nothing else everything else was just smooth sailing <laughs> you're it's a little cold, cold tonight oh it's freezing it's yeah freezing it's a little cold in studio a um we had a window open we did have reason. a window <laughs> open which we didn't realize until 9 30 tonight <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna make the best of it uh do you guys want to do a quick rundown let's do it quick recap let's do it 60 okay. second recap Fast break breakdown. <laughs> so this game started with Nikola Jokic just in total distribution mode. He had five assists in seven minutes. That was really the theme of the night to him. And it got to a point in the first quarter where it was almost a disappointment if the Nuggets didn't get a layup. Denver's up 44 to 24 after 10 minutes of this game. In the first quarter, Flacco Chanchar dunked from a step inside the free throw line. He got his Dr. J on. That was a ridiculous play. Aaron Gordon had 11 points in the first quarter. Nicole Jokic had two points mm. and six assists. That's when Denver kind of won this game. They were up 20 points in the second quarter. Ish Smith was at back a point guard. We were talking about that on the pregame show. Would it be Ish? Would it be Bones? Would it be both of them? It was just Ish. He was playing well. DeAndre Jordan was dropping dimes. He had a hell of a pass, a hell of an assist in this one. He was blocking shots. Nicole Jokic, guys, got 10 assists in the first half, then had to exit with one minute left in the second quarter due to foul trouble. 
Yeah. <laughs> Due to foul trouble. I think he might have uh, chosen to, you know. You think that was on purpose? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, the Euro foul, he still, he still can't shake it. Um, he had a couple ridiculous dimes, too. The, he had this one to Bruce Brown on the fast break where he was falling out of bounds and just flipped it behind him. Uh, it was awesome. Jamal Murray went over his point total in the first half. The lock of the night, I think that was. Mm -hmm. He had 20 points in the first half, went over his 19.5 point total. Um, and then in the second half, I don't have a ton of notes. The Rockets went on a run. That's one of my notes. Run. <laughs> and then in the fourth quarter, Nikola Jokic had to come back into the game with the Nuggets up 21 points with six minutes left. Yeah. And the starters came back into the game. Aaron Gordon was playing again. KCP, Bruce Brown, all these guys came back. Um, the Nuggets were losing a little momentum, but I don't think this game was ever really hanging in the balance in the second half. But Michael Malone likes to secure the win. He definitely secured the win, put the starters back in, and Denver closed this thing out. 120 to 100, a convincing win. The Nuggets are 14 and 7 <coughs> on the season. They've got two road games coming up. We're going to talk about it a little later, but I can kind of feel a run coming with this team right now. It just seems like they're really clicking. Playing the Rockets will obviously do that. Um, let's get to big takeaways, though. Ray, I'll start with you. What's your big takeaway from tonight? Jokic is shooting the ball. I mean, he's not shooting the ball a lot tonight, but he's shooting from deep in a way that he's making the shots. You know, he's hitting his threes, and I think that is just like, of all the things he could add that he needs to add, does he need a three? Not necessarily, but I think it just kind of completes his game in a way that makes him literally unguardable. Two or three from three tonight. One or two in that first Rockets game. Um, the two or three, I mean, that's like the best he shot from three all season. Yeah. So I mean, you love to see it. We talked earlier about like uh, superlatives that might earn him uh, an MVP caliber kind of season. I mean, yeah. a 50 40 90 club season, that would be really nice. I don't think he's getting I don't know how far he is right. from that. But I don't think he's getting a 40% from three. He's at 30% right now. Uh, you know, but he hasn't shot that many. Maybe if he increases the volume, True. You can kind he of gets make up hot. The maybe he could get there. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, all right, Dev, big takeaway from tonight. What do you got? Uh, my big uh, takeaway is. Uh, just the Nuggets continue to roll. This is just, it looks a little bit different, but this is a game where uh, the Nuggets, not only because it's the Rockets, but they look like contenders in the sense of you're supposed to blow out these type of teams and be able to rest your starters. Granted, they brought them back late in the game, yeah. but this was like them like just showing, like we can dominate if we truly want to. It seemed like everything was clicking on offense, on defense, um, rotating the ball. Uh, guys scoring whenever it is they want it to, uh, which you're supposed to do against Houston, but everybody's just not doing that against Houston. So right. uh, to see Denver uh, be able to, to just, you know, from start to finish, just go out and um, secure an easy victory um, to go on to a four-game winning streak, I think that's just great. Um, and it gives you some confidence uh, when you're heading onto the road um, to just continue to roll. Yeah. Yeah, they did roll tonight, and it was kind of – like uh, inverse of the last Rockets game, because in that game Monday night, no defense was played in the first half. The Rockets came out, got hot. That game was close at halftime, and then Denver kind of blew it open. This game, the Nuggets blew open right away. I thought their defense in the first quarter was good. Houston just didn't hit shots, but I just thought Denver's defense was better. They held them to 24 points, 23 points in the first half, and then let go of the rope a little bit 
in the second half. I have a feeling Michael Malone's going to be pissed about this game. <laughs> he did call a rage timeout in the second half. <laughs> yeah, so. I just don't think he's going to be happy with how Denver played in the second half, but we'll see. We've got Brendan Vote at the arena. We'll, we'll, we'll get to him later on in the show, and he'll report on what Michael Malone and some Nuggets players had to say. Um, I'd say my top takeaway goes along the lines of what Dev said. This was just a game where Denver took care of business, and a lot of chatter around the Nuggets every season is how Denver plays down to their competition. I don't think that's as true as people make it out to be when you look at like their record against below 500 teams and whatnot, but it, it definitely happens. It definitely happens. We've seen it already this season. They lost to the Pistons. Um, they were playing poorly against the Rockets in the first half on Monday. Tonight, they did not play down to their competition. They just came out and took care of business from the jump. And I think that's got to be a really encouraging thing. You know, this team, they're so good. They're a contender. There's so much talent. We can talk about the depth later because I think the depth also really showed itself tonight. But just for Denver to take care of business against bad teams, that's kind of like a next evolution for this team, I almost think. You know, they'll get to a certain point where maybe we won't have to worry about them not taking care of business against bad teams. Is tonight a step closer to that? Or is this just like a one-off where they just wanted to dominate a bad team? I think that this was a, a step in the right direction in the sense of we can't sit there and say that the the bench gave up a lead or anything like that. They're up 30. You know, like the bench still um, were all in the positive. It they still had a 20-point lead the entire time, and it was late in the game. Yeah. Um, of course, Malone wanted them to execute, and you're, you're going to want those type of things. But this was not a game that you could look and say, this guy is doing bad, or this, you know, this is a, a, the game is in the balance. I really don't feel like it was ever that way. So just to have your, your starting point guard out, um, take uh, Bruce Brown out of your, uh, your, your second unit, and just have you know, a, a different mix of guys and still be able to, to play well, Houston is a bench team. Like they, they you know, they want to get out and run. They want to just go and iso, uh, yeah. just iso ball and things like that, and just score. They still played uh, relatively well. So to get stellar play from your starters as well as your bench unit, I think that that's that's good. Yeah, Ray, didn't it feel good? We were watching the game together downstairs. Great yeah. night at the DNVR, by the way. Very chill. Sitting with some night. regulars, Amanda, like the whole crew was here. Um, Eating great food, having some Breck brews, mm -hmm. and didn't it just feel good to not have to like worry about the Nuggets against a bad team? I'm gonna answer that by going back to last year, where every time I would I would put on a game, I'm kind of stressed. Yeah, you know, um, up and just just the way that this team kind of just made me feel at ease. You know, every time Alperin Shingun got some great dunks tonight and had some great plays, sure he did, but. Every time, Jokic would answer back. Jamal yeah. would answer back. Bruce would answer back. And that's just really nice to, to be able to trust the team, to just secure the win, secure yeah. the bag, not fumble it. They did secure it tonight. It was just, man, it was an enjoyable, relaxing, fun game. Like, yeah. Vlatko had some great moments, which we'll get to. Uh, Yoke had some great assists. DeAndre, the bench played well. It was just an all-around nice casual win the bench like reactions. it should be elite bench reactions yeah <laughs> this was a game where there were like tons and tons of highlights yeah so you got some great bench reactions in this one for, for sure. sure um i want to start with like i the guy who i feel like set the tone tonight 
and then we'll get into the rest of this roster. But Jamal Murray, Nicole Jokic also, also set the tone, but Jamal Murray had 20 points in the first half. And I feel like his eyes light up when he sees the Houston Rockets on the schedule. <laughs> we were talking about this in the pregame show. The Houston Rockets starting backcourt is Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green. Those guys do not play defense. I just feel like Jamal Murray comes into these games knowing he's going to dominate and just being like, all right, I'm going to get 20 points and it's going to be easy for me. Did, did you sense that, Dev, like early in this game? Absolutely. And it's I don't know if it's just Houston. I think that he just like he feasts on small guards, like huh, guards yeah. that really just can't guard him. He's just like, OK, I'm just going to go off on them. Um, and it's great to see it right now during this stretch for him to um, not only look like himself, but to look like he can score every single time down and run the offense. Like he he looks like Jamal Murray, and I felt like it was going to take a, a long time for us to see that. And we're here, and now it's like it's time to just continue to to see it roll. But um, this was like he he knew that he was going to just dominate in this first like in the first half. He knew he was going to just take over every single time. And that's what like got them the lead and just was like, um, took the wind out of Houston. Like they were just like, there's no momentum going because this guy's going to score on us every single time. And I love to see the the confidence uh, back in Jamal Murray. Yeah. He had the confidence tonight that he usually has going up against the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> yeah. That, <was laughs> that, that level of confidence. Like if you know, you know. Yeah. What do you think of Jamal's night, right? I thought he was great. Uh, in, in particular, I really loved his aggression from deep. You yeah. know, I feel like, a lot of times, I wouldn't call it settling because he definitely earns his shots, but he loves the mid-range. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, when he's aggressive from three, you know, four of six for tonight, uh, yeah. I feel like that opens up his whole game. He becomes a true three-level threat, you know, being at the rim and in the mid-range and, you know, from deep. And I think that's just really makes his game easier, makes his whole life easier. Yeah. It's kind of been one of the aspects of his game that we haven't seen flash a ton the three-point shot i mean after a four or six game tonight i think he's up to like 36 percent on the year he was at like 32 33 coming into tonight so the three-point shot hasn't been there consistently but i mean is this the shortest slow start for him so far what is he at 16 games i think yeah that's about standard I feel no, like. for him, I think that this, this is, is way this above. Is the fast, this feels like the fast track to me. He usually starts out super slow, not making anything where yeah. he has to like work himself back up. Like this came with like an injury, so like even if it was bad, we just didn't see it too much because it's like okay. Um, but now, like mentally, he's just like, all right, now give me the ball, and we're gonna see what I can do with this. So I do think that he's ahead of the curve, especially what he's been starting with. Yeah. His two games against the Houston Rockets, these last two games, uh, 26 points tonight, 4-6 from three, 31 points on Monday, 4 of 8 from three. So he's kind of found his three-point shot these last two games. Mm -hmm. He's raised his three-point percentage like crazy these last two games. Um, I, I haven't spoken to you a lot, Ray, this season, like on the show and whatever. Yeah. Is Jamal Murray back? Is he back, in your opinion? I think there, you know... Mostly, but I think there's a level uh, that's going to come with his fitness that I think is going to be. He can score the ball right now, and he's doing that really well. Yeah, I think when he's really back, he'll also be defending at a high level. He'll also be rebounding at a high level. And like you guys have been talking a lot about recently, I think his pace is going to pick up a little bit more uh, when hopefully you know he's in peak shape. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's another thing. I still feel like he can get in better shape. I think he can be better defensively. Offensively, man, he just he looks so much more confident now than he even did, you know, five games ago. For sure. Let alone ten games ago, let alone two, three weeks ago. He his confidence right now feels like to me is at a level that has been there before. Like confidence, his confidence wise, is back. I feel like is back. Hmm. His shot, like his floor game, I don't think is back quite yet, but it's closer than it's ever been. Um, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Nicole Jokic was also great tonight. He really didn't even try. He was still great. Uh, 17 points, 9 rebounds, 12 assists. He had 10 of those in the first half. 28 minutes. Probably only should have played like 22. Had to come back in and close this thing out. Uh, 7 and 9 from the field. How much energy did Nikola Jokic put out tonight, Dev, on a scale of 0 to 100%? 0 to 100? Yeah. I think he uh, it was a smooth 40. 40%? I think yeah. he gave a smooth 40, and he yeah. still was just dominant. That's just the type of player that we're getting now. Like, this was a game where I felt like he went through uh, different stages. Like, he went into this the entire time, like, I'm just going to just pass the ball every single time. I don't care if I, if I shoot the ball. I feel like he was forced to shoot the ball. There was a lot of like grenades that got thrown to him where he has to throw it up, and he's just like, okay, you know, now I'll score. Yeah. Or there was like uh, him and Sangoon had like a a moment where they like went back and forth, and he's like, okay, now I have to score, like just to try to show you. It's not like he went into this and was like, okay, I'm just gonna dominate and, and do whatever I want. Um, so like for a guy to go and get that, that could have easily been a triple double. I'm actually. Kind he got mad. a Sombor double. I'm mad that he didn't get a 17, triple 17, 9, and 12. You already brought him back in the game. It's not like they're going to be like, oh, you, you know, you gave us grace. Maybe that. they you just brought well him back in him. to get a Sombor double. Like, and then he's was, good. He's like, I want to be MVP, right. so I'm going to sit down. It's not right. Uh, but, yeah, like I, I just feel like he continues to cruise and still be the MVP frontrunner. Mm. Frontrunner. 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 Nuggets are, uh, I think, still one back in the lost column of Phoenix. I believe the Suns one tonight uh we will get to that on the around around the association uh what percentage do you think Jokic was playing at tonight effort wise aiming for 20 yeah he might have hit like 35 <laughs> and he you know? and he was pissed about it yeah aaron gordon hit him with like a behind the back pass that was real smooth he's like okay i guess i'll shoot it <laughs> he was no. probably so pissed at ag for not shooting that one it was the one he got the and one on right? yeah 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 he falls over but yeah I, I think he was just real comfortable in perfect control of this game uh, if Jamal is the fire, I feel like Yogi is the ice. You know, he's just constantly cool, calm, and collected. It's great. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I'm just thinking about Jokic's season as kind of a whole. And thinking back to last year, I mean, last year out of the gate, like he got off to that ridiculous start scoring. You know, he was playing upper 30s, it seemed like, every night. This year, I just feel like overall he's exuding so much less energy night to night Absolutely. than he was, particularly at the beginning of the season last year. And I think it's, I've been saying it all year, I think it's definitely by design with him. I think he's trying to not expend so much energy now so he's fresher late in the year. I think it's, it's exactly what he's trying to do. He's trying to get Jamal Murray in rhythm. He's trying to get Michael Porter Jr. in rhythm when he's in the lineup. He's trying to get everybody comfortable and he'll kind of score and carry the load when he needs to, like in Oklahoma City. I just, I just love how Jokic has started this season. Yeah, I mean, he controlling the game is one thing. I feel like he's in perfect control of the season. Yeah, just in general, I agree. 
You know, he's just orchestrating. Uh, is he a coach? I mean, no, but he could be. <laughs> he could be. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. He's, he is under control the entire time. Um, and setting a tone where he's like, I'm going to relax. I'm going to chill. I'm going to get Jamal going. And this game, he he set him up for some easy baskets. Uh, made sure that he's been doing it all, all season long. Where he's like, I'm going to take the night off, but I'm still going to be the best player on the floor. Um, and then, Jamal, you could get yours. And I feel like in this game, Jamal did get it. And that's why he is our draft kings. Oh, yeah. Pick we could hit it right now, game. actually. Yeah. Thank you for doing my job, Dev. <laughs> Jamal Murray, the DraftKings king of the game. 26 points, 4 6 from 3. Zero turnovers. Mistake-free basketball. For Jamal Murray. Zero turnovers. Yeah. Just dominated. Like, really, that was that was a good – that's a good Jamal game right there. Just score yeah. when he wants, knock down the three ball, um, get the pressure off of other guys, and then just set the tone. This was a tough king of the game tonight. Oh, yeah. We had Yoke. We had Jamal. We had Aaron Gordon, who we'll get to in a second. But um, I had to give it to Jamal – because I, I, I guess I decided it in the end. I had to give it to Jamal because I feel like he was the one who blew the game open the most in the first half. 20 points in the first half. I felt like more than anyone, his foot was on the gas and he was like leading Tip of the, spear. the charge to make it a blowout. Jokic was mm-hmm. incredible as well. Aaron Gordon was great. But Yo- Jamal to me was kind of a step above in the first half when it really mattered. I don't know. <laughs> when the game was a game. Yeah, when the game was a game for yeah. a quarter, maybe. Uh, let's hit a break. On the other side, we'll break down Aaron Gordon's night, talk about the bench, Vlako Chanchar's, maybe like his highlight of his career, uh, oh, Ish Smith's play. More than the more than the half court? It's tough. <sighs> it's tough. Uh, we'll have a good highlight reel yeah, we'll, we'll get to talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it, about it. Uh, after this. Uh, guys at DraftKings Sportsbook right now, uh, we are presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, but they are an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Um, they're my go-to you know, when betting on the NFL this season, betting against the Broncos. That's you know how I've made most of my money during the NFL season. And DraftKings helps me out with that. Right now, everyone can hey, earn up to a 100% profit boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. You guys know how this works. The more legs you add to your bet, the more money you can make. You add 10 legs to your same game parlay, you get a 100% profit boost. Uh, so go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, so many more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost you get, the more money you can win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. That's for new users. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, Ray informed me during uh, the game that he is a terrible better and does not bet. I'm not good at it. He, if he, you ever see me bet on something, bet on the other thing. But don't tell me about it, because then my curse will affect you. <laughs> that's uh, deep. Uh, I've lived with this my whole that's life. Like, you're it's in okay. the trenches with that one. <laughs> uh, Pins and Aces, guys, is the official golf apparel partner of DNVR. We love our Pins and Aces gear. If you wear Pins and Aces gear, you're going to get compliments on and off the course from it. They're family-owned. Uh, they are based right here in Colorado as well. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags. They also make a beer sleeve, which holds seven beers and keeps them cold. 
for the entire round, and it all fits inside of your golf bag. Check them out, pinsandaces.com. Use the code DNVR to receive 15% off your first order. Get free shipping as well. That's pinsandaces.com. All right, we're back here on the Winner's Lounge, the DNVR Nuggets postgame show. Harrison Wind, King of the Chat, Ray, Superstar Dev Johnson. Aaron Gordon tonight, guys, in the Nuggets 120-100 win. This was a great Aaron Gordon game, I thought. 20 points, 7 of 12 from the field. Only, you know, a couple wild shots, I thought. But I feel like Gordon tonight, it was another game where he just played in control, played within himself, kind of let the game come to him. Uh, he was taking and making a lot of high-efficiency shots. Dev, was this kind of just like another another game in a stretch of games from Gordon that he's just looked less, really comfortable and just kind of playing within himself and within the offense? Absolutely. You just talked about uh, letting the game come to him. Anybody else in that situation that did not get to play in the last game due to foul trouble is going to go out there and be aggressive yeah. um, and just try to get it back. They're going to overdo it um, and things like that. He's just like, no, I'm going to let the game come to me. I'm going to play under control. I'm going to slash, knock down a three ball if I have to. I'm going to play you know, gritty um, the entire time. I'm liking the, like, the tip-ins that he's getting um, every He's been time. great on the he's, offensive He's crashing glass. the boards. If he misses a layup, he puts it right back in. Or he's grabbing somebody else miss uh, miss layup and, and just going to finish. He had a, a dunk on, on the baseline that everyone else in the league is going to do a, a reverse layup right there. He like positioned himself to to get the dunk, uh, make sure that it comes easy, um, and just showcase that uh, that athleticism. Um, and that's what twenty games in the season. Like he's also I feel like conserving his body, but also being able to still be athletic right now. And that's what they're going to need from him. Yeah. Um, for, for, for down the stretch when it actually matters. So um, to see him just have this type of stretch of games, um, not overplay or, or have to do too much on the defensive end um, and still play well, like I, I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing yeah. from him. Kale, can you highlight that comment from Brandon? Scroll up a tiny bit. Um, guys, Aaron Gordon, he did not shoot 60%. From the floor tonight. Oh, oh my God. The streak is snapped. It had oh. to be on that missed dunk. He got it blocked. Oh, dunk. my oh, God. Yeah, you're did. right. <laughs> that was it for him. <laughs> he shot 58% oh. tonight. Goodness. Mm. Might as well trade him now. Man, mm. that's killer. I mean, Aaron Gordon, well, what was the stat exactly? He had the longest streak of 60% plus shooting games. Second longest streak like in NBA history. Was that the stat? Wouldn't yeah. surprise me. I mean, I'd believe it. And he, that gets snapped tonight because he got blocked on that dunk. That's crazy. Um, what do you think of Aaron Gordon's game? Right? I'm loving it. I mean, right now, what I really love about Aaron Gordon is that every time he recognizes that there's a man in front of him that is clearly barbecue chicken, he's eating that barbecue chicken. Like, it's a wrap. <laughs> there are a lot of guys in the Rockets that just can't compete with him physically. And I think he did a great job tonight of just recognizing those moments. Yeah, so he had shot 60% or better from the floor in 10 straight games. That was tied for the second longest streak by any player over the last 40 seasons. That gets snapped tonight, unfortunately. It was a good run. Yeah. Um, what I'm loving about Aaron Gordon this season, though, is like nothing pisses me off more than when a big man gets the ball close to the rim in the restricted area 
and just tries to lay it up. Yeah. Like fades away or yeah. I hate that so much. Aaron Gordon tries to dunk everything and I love it. I absolutely love it. I love when a big man just plays with that power and just tries to put everybody in the rim. Aaron Gordon tries to dunk everything and I, I absolutely love that about him. Uh, so he was great tonight. Um, 20 points, six rebounds, two assists, got a block. Um, did not find himself in foul trouble. So, you know, he was out there with the starters for a lot tonight. Uh, he was great. Um, Bruce Brown was solid, I thought. KCP didn't do anything special. I don't think we need to spend that much time on them. I do want to move to the bench, though. And I want to start with the guy who had the most notable game, I thought, off the bench. Vlako Chanchar. Chalky, man. Again. Points. He does it again. 13 points, which led the bench. He was a plus 18, second highest plus minus on the bench behind Ishmith. Five of six from the field. He hit three threes. He dunked from a step inside the free throw <laughs> line on a fast break. That do we think he meant to take off that far away? Absolutely. I think he did. I don't think so. I really think that he like mistimed it. He I think just he like, mistimed He's like, let me just do it anyway. Like while he was doing it, I'm just like, oh no, oh no, oh what? What? <laughs> like Michael Jordan won a dunk contest with that, with that dunk right from a there. dunk this from the same distance, from the same distance, yeah. like. I don't know, man. If you actually look at that MJ dunk, it was a step inside the free throw line. (laughs) It's pretty much the same dunk to me, man. Like Air Vlad. Air Air Vlad. Air Slovenia. But um, really, like he's he's playing well right now. And he also he he makes me question, like, does he steal Jeff Green minutes? Like, I I know it's going to happen. It doesn't make me question. I, I, I know it's going to happen when Jeff Green comes back. But Vlaco has put together so many different games uh, where you just like you have you have to have the conversation. Does he did he earn more minutes um, down the stretch? He's he's super efficient. He does his job. Um, really, I love the the energy like that everyone else has when he's out there. Like everybody wants to see him play well when he makes a shot. Everybody's excited about it. And and like this is a veteran. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it, but this is a vet. So like. Having a guy that everybody believes in and he he does all the little things but also is scoring right now, I feel like you got to like give him his minutes that he's clearly earned, and this was another good game from him. Yeah. Ray, yeah. what do you think? I'll give my take in a second, but should Vlako Chanchar be stealing Jeff Green's minutes when Jeff Green returns? If you know me well enough, you probably know what I think about this. <laughs> I like Vlaco. I think he should be in the rotation on a night-in and night-out basis. I mean, he provides a lot of different things. And, and even when he's not scoring, I love that he's still rebounding. He's still defending at a high level. He's still engendering a positive on-court culture. Yeah, he probably should. Yeah, I think it's easy, man. Like, of course you have to keep playing him. Jeff Green, I like... He's still a lot a of the great... things Jeff Green does, I love yeah. how he plays off Nikola Jokic. I think there will be times when you need him later in the season. It's November 30th right now. It's right. December. You do not need Jeff Green right now. <laughs> like, Do not wear Jeff Green down like you might have done last season at, at this point in the year. Save him for the end of the year. Play Flacco Chanchar in his role for the next couple weeks, the next month until he starts playing poorly, if he ever does. I would just ride this wave with him. 
it's such an easy decision, I think. And I mean, Jeff Green, he's hurt right now. I don't think it's anything serious. Maybe he's good to go in a couple games. Maybe he's good to go in a week. Just keep him on the bench. Like, just play Vlaco. It, it, it shouldn't even be a discussion, I feel like. You know who's also super happy about Vlaco Chanchar? Who's that? Jeff Green. <laughs> like, if you watch oh, him yeah, on the I'm bench, sure Jeff Green's loving he it. is cheering Vlaco on. He's very, it's very positive. So I don't also think that it's going to be a locker room issue in that kind of way. And I think that that makes the decision a lot easier for me as well. Yeah. Dev, I'm guessing you're in favor playing Vlaco. For those minutes? Yeah. Absolutely. I like split them up or something. If you want, if you feel inclined to play Jeff Green, bring them together. I think Jeff would be more than okay letting Vlatko take these minutes right now what and is, going yeah, forward. Really, for honestly, what bit. is Jeff Green bringing that Vlatko isn't right now? Nothing. That, I, used, my, I used to say dunks. <laughs> you can't we, say that anymore. We just, <laughs> we just saw the highlight. We just saw the highlight dunk. And he, See, he, probably, doc, had another, he probably had another foot on him. Dr. J also takes off a foot in front of the free throw line. Yeah, and he's just <laughs> like, really, he's just he's playing so well. Like, and... You want to f- like feed off of that type of stuff. You know what you're getting in Jeff Green. Like, let him rest. He'll be there. He'll be ready. He'll, he'll be there. I, I seen I seen Udonis Haslam. You know, step into the game today. <laughs> I saw that hey, too. Udonis and then I saw him get you know, let the old over. guys rest. Let the old guys rest. <laughs> and, and, and I don't know if Vlaco's a young guy, but let the young guys play and, and relative, get in there. Relatively young. Vlaco's yeah. 25, but he has very little <laughs> mileage on his body. Let him yeah. play, man. He's he's playing well right now. Yeah. And, just split it up if you if you're going to do that. But I feel like Blacko gets to have some minutes. Yeah, he's like he's fun. Like he's just a joyous, he's very fun. energy. He's, he seems like such like a nice guy. Well, he is. I can confirm. Yeah. He's like the only normal guy on the Nuggets. To be fair, it's hard to be normal when you make millions of dollars and you play he's sports found for a way. living. But he's yeah, found a way. He threaded that needle. <laughs> yeah, uh, he also just looks hilarious. We're looking at him right now. <laughs> like what? You wouldn't think. Right? <laughs> like what? <laughs> uh, another guy who played really well off the bench tonight for uh, another game, I thought, was Ish Smith. He only shot three of ten from the field, but uh, seven assists, zero turnovers, and two blocks for Ish Smith. Ish yeah. Smith got two blocks tonight. Uh, he had one block last game. He had one block against the Clippers. I think he leads the Nuggets in blocks over the last three games. He might. Um, I like Ish in the rotation right now. Bones Highland was available tonight. He hadn't played in the last few games, but he was available tonight coming off that non-COVID illness. Didn't get in the game. Um, I'm guessing... Conditioning? Maybe that, yeah, I, I would assume that he just you know hasn't played, so maybe you would have wanted to get him out there in garbage time, but there wasn't a ton of that. I don't know. I don't think there's really anything there, but I thought Ish played well. I, I like Ish in the rotation right now. Yeah, he's pleased, stepped in and did what's needed. Um, we kind of like just bounce right over Bruce Brown, but we'll put them together. Right now, like the offense doesn't look like super well, but like, they're playing extremely well on the defensive end of the floor. Um, slowed down like a Jalen Green and made him work. Ish Smith is everywhere on the floor. Like he's using that speed to like slow uh, guys down um, to stop like uh, you know penetration from the the opposing team um, and getting you know guys heads. Like he's he's all over uh, guys and aggressive. Also, he's getting blocks. 
No one's expecting those type of he things. He blocked a three-pointer tonight. Yeah, I did not. Guys are not doing that. It's just because <laughs> they don't have the foot speed to get there, and he does. That's something like only Bull Bull does. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like that's, it's crazy uh, just to just be able to just put a guy in, and they're going to play well um, around him. And that's with him shooting bad. But you don't expect the, the, the scoring from him. You want him to step up in a way that's going to earn him some minutes or it's going to differentiate him. Um, from other guys, and it's on the defensive end, which I did not expect at all from an Ish Smith. Yeah. Do you think he gets the chain tonight? I mean, we talked about defense with him earlier. I mean, you, I, feel like I don't know if you give it to him back really to back impressive. games. <sighs> That'd be hard to give it. I know. I think you should give it to him. Like two blocks in a game is, it, is crazy for like, Ish. Yeah. You have to. You have to do it. Like, come on. He was the he, defensive guy in this game. Yeah. I knew Bruce they was going to give it to Bruce uh, Brown. Bruce Brown, uh, yeah. It's fair. Malone was like, shit, I haven't given it to Bruce in like three games. Probably should three give it to Three games. <laughs> he also didn't play that well. We want to keep his confidence up. Like, let's just give it to him, man. Yeah. Um, Ish Smith, though, never been considered a defender, obviously. He's a small guy. He's like 5'11". Um, I talked to him after the last game. I wrote an article with him on the DNVR. Check it out. Uh, people liked it. It's free. You guys can go read it. Check it out. Um, he had some cool things to say about Jokic and just this team. But where he's giving Denver something defensively is because of two things. He plays really hard. He does. He plays his ass off. Yeah. He's flying around at 100 miles per hour every single possession. A lot of guys don't do that. Secondly, he's been in the league for so long, and this is something that we talked about. He's been in the league for so long that – Nothing that any offense throws at him is going to surprise him. Like, whoever has the most complex offense in the league, like, Ishmith has seen it. You know, he's, yeah. he, he's seen everything in the NBA. He knows his personnel. He just knows the game where no offense is going to throw anything at him that gets him confused or, like, throws him off. So he just knows where to be, know, knows where to be on the floor, knows his rotations, knows where the ball's probably going to go and can anticipate that. So I just feel like his experience also helps him out, you know, a lot defensively. Um, is is Ish a regular rotation guy for the Nuggets when fully healthy? Do you think Ish is a regular rotation guy, Ray? I don't know if he is. And that's not to take anything away from him. Sure. That's just to say how deep this team is. I mean, this might be one of the – the best every nugget is good years that I feel like <laughs> we've had we've a lot had of those so games far. already this season. Yeah. I mean, even like DeAndre Jordan and we haven't really talked about him a lot, but I feel like he's yeah. impressed me a lot with, you know, maybe not his mobility, but he's passing the ball pretty well. I mean, for what I expected from him, he's rebounding the balls that go his way. Uh, he's finishing his dunks inside. So, I mean, is any nugget bad? Is there any bad options? I don't know if there are. Uh, tonight, there really wasn't. I don't, I don't think that he's a rotation guy um, only because, like, when it gets, uh, you know, like into a playoff type of atmosphere, you're going to have to shorten the rotation. Um, they're going to have options. You want Jamal. You want Bones. Um, and then from there, I think they'll go with Bruce Brown as, as that backup um, guard spot. So I just think that that makes it hard. But in a regular season – He's giving you so many like good minutes um, and allowing those guys to be able to um, rest. Like mm -hmm. say that he's not on the road. I mean, on the team, and they you know would have went with a wing or something like that. This would have been a game that they would have had to like you know play guys a lot longer. And that's 
they already played Bruce Brown like too much in that game. They would have to do more of it or try to tinker with lineups and things like that. So I think just having those options during the regular season, um, you know, can help um, for sure. But I just don't think that uh, when push goes to shove, they're not going to put him in a playoff game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think when healthy, he's not in the rotation. That being said, I think he's the perfect 12th, 13th guy. Yeah, You trust him. You know you could throw him out there and you'll be okay. He's not going to lose a game for you. You know you can say that. So I think he's a perfect reserve and he's he's perfect for this team right now. Um, let's hit a break. We will get to the super chats on the other side. We'll get to around the association if we have time. Our boy Byron just dropped in. Dropped I saw that in the chat. Dropped a bomb. I can't wait to get to that. Um, <laughs> thank you, Byron. Um, and we will get to that on the other side. We'll also get to Brendan Vote, who is at. Ball Arena speaking with Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon right now. Uh, So a lot more to get to on the other side here. Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR, guys. And Thanksgiving is over. We're getting into December. That means it's Christmas ale season. And at one point on this show, I declared that I could drink a... Uh, personal keg of Christmas ale, Breckenridge Brewery. Yeah, I'm glad that you're finally about to tell us that um, you're ready to just... I, I still you. pledge gotta, that I will do that what? at some point on this show this oh season. Mark it down. Hold me to it. We were talking I'm about gonna it downstairs. I'm going to hold you accountable. Oh my Please goodness. hold me accountable. I will drink the personal keg of Christmas ale from Breckenridge Brewery at some point this Nugget season. I should, I, I should probably do that before Christmas. Preferably. <laughs> it's a heavy beer, uh, but I will do it. Um, that's from Breckenridge Brewery, uh, that Christmas ale. Breck Brew is the official beer of DNVR. Pick it up wherever they sell Breck Brew. Uh, stop into the DNVR bar as well. Uh, we've got tons of Breck Brew on tap. If you need a Christmas gift idea, enter your favorite beer lover into Breck's Nice List sweepstakes at breckbrew.com and search Nice List. Uh, there's a link in the description. You can also go to breckbrew.com to check out the Breck Brew beer locator. Find out where to get Breck Brew closest to you. Um, also, if you need tickets to Nuggets games, uh, Avalanche games, Broncos games, concert shows, check out the Game Time app. Use our link in the description right below us. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to this as, to this as a podcast, it's in the podcast description as well. Game Time has these great last minute price drops. Um, like I said, sporting events, concerts, shows, whatever you need. Don't go messing around with all those other third party sites. Just use the Game Time app. For all your ticketing needs. All right, we are back here on the DMVR Nuggets post game show, the Winners Lounge, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DMVR when you sign up and download draft the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, I gotta make say one thing before we you know get back to the game and stuff. Um, we were downstairs, you know, hanging out at the bar tonight, ordering food. A lot of people were ordering the Bones Highland. Mm. I saw a lot of Bones Highland salmon burgers out and about. People love it. The The burger gets the people going. It it's does. great. Chef Daniel cooks it up incredibly well. Um, but if you order the Bones Highland at the bar. Why not tell him about it? Tell him about Why it. Why not tell him about it? If you order the Bones Highland at the bar and you're tweeting out a picture of it, tag Bones Highland. Look. Tag him in the tweet. Let him know. You're eating the Bones Highland. It's the best thing on the menu. It's the most popular thing on the menu. Everybody's ordering it. Order it here at the DNVR bar. Tweet it out and tag Bones in it. If there's one guy in the NBA that we could say is online that is <laughs> yeah. going to see your comment, yeah. if you tag him, it's Bones. You're going to you get a retweet out of it. might as well tell him. First off, it's actually good. Yeah. 
So you might as well come and give it a try. A lot Delicious. of people are coming back in and doubling down. You might as well tag them in it every single time. Like we, I think that that should be the challenge, just to see how how so many salmon irritated burgers. he can get with us just I know. tagging. I just want to see time. the timeline just full of people eating the Bones Island. Like that's all I want to see on the timeline. <laughs> yeah, they keep we keep seeing the tags from like the DMVR account and. The DMVR Nuggets. Yeah. Tag the guy whose great, name but is. Yes. Tag, tag Bones. Yeah. That's what I would do. Whenever you order it here, tag Bones Highland. He's going to love it. We love it. So make sure you're doing that. His family loves it. Yes. His family was yeah. in here eating the Bones Highland the other night. They yeah. loved it. <laughs> they absolutely loved it. Um, anything else we need to get to from this game, guys? 120-100. The Nuggets beat the Rockets tonight. Every Nugget is good. Starters Every played well. Good. Everybody was in double digits, plus minus from the starters, except Jamal Murray and KCP, who were plus eight. Vlaco Jonchar, plus 18. Ismith, plus 19. DeAndre Jordan, solid, I thought, plus 14. Great win. I think Great the win. last thing like that you take away from this game is now like uh, you're in that part of the season where you ha- you're going to be challenged. So like you look at that game and maybe you just – have that little small stretch that you just had kickstart um, a, a tough stretch coming up uh, where you have to play defense. You have to be able to step up on that in the floor yeah. um, coming up. They have the Hawks, um, Pelicans, Mavericks, Trailblazers, Jazz, who are just like good now. So you like you, you okay. take those type of uh, games and now you show like that wasn't just because it was against the Rockets. It just wasn't against those type of two. This is a, a team that can contend. So you have to just prove it um, in these type of games. So I'm excited to see them, um, you know, move forward. Yeah, the Nuggets go on the road here. They are in Atlanta and then New Orleans. Then they come home for Dallas. So uh, tough couple games on the road. But then you get into the home-heavy portion of the schedule where you can feel like the Nuggets can really make a run. Let's go to the Super Chats, Kale. Big night for the Super Chat. You guys really brought it. Really appreciate it. Uh, David W. says, Rockets might be the worst team I've ever seen in my life. Um, I might agree, man. <laughs> Professional or high school? Dude, I don't think that they're NBA that bad. Team? I really just don't. I don't. First off, that first half of that last game, they tricked me. That's yeah, what they, happened. They got the the Rockets should be renamed like the Houston Houston Elite. <laughs> the Rockets, <laughs> like some AAU na- AAU team name. They're That's the argument they for like league relegation. <laughs> like, I know we don't have two, but leagues, the thing but. is, other guys. You could throw like a lot of their guys on other teams, and they're going to be good. So that's why but I don't think that they're horrible. I just don't think that they care to win. You could throw a lot of their guys back into college, and they're going to be good. For sure. A I lot do. of them need a little yeah. bit more college. I do have to so. say, though, like if you're online a lot, if you're following a lot of other s- basketball writers, you see all these features about, oh, Jalen Green. Like, he's he's working so hard. He's making the leap. Like, exclusive with Jalen Green on his path to, you know, all-star status. I've watched him for two games. I don't see it. I mean, I've watched him for two out of the 20 games he's played. I don't see it. Maybe he's looked incredible in these other 18. Maybe but, so. Um, I, just, I just don't see it. All right. What else we got here? Uh, from Jarrett, Ray forgot his crown. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> he put it downstairs, and everybody's rubbing his crown as they walk they by. They are. But it's still race. Still race. <laughs> I appreciate it. It gives me more power. 
<laughs> I kind of wanted you to wear it on the show. <laughs> Next uh, Danny comes in. You know what? We're all thinking it. I'm going to just say it. The Denver Nuggets are a real team, and I like them. So, a neat oh, a neat, neat team. team. Sorry, my eyesight isn't great. Uh, a neat team, yeah, I and Adam I like was, them. I thought Adam was overrating so the So there it is. Go Nuggets. <laughs> I, I agree. Are we all thinking that, though? <laughs> They're super neat. You know, they're a pretty neat team. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're sure, they sure are swell. He said, like, and I like them. We were all thinking about they're that. They're swell team. <laughs> yeah. They're nifty. Uh, uh, this is from Ben. Ben Max Diofan. Let's go. I'm convinced Ish is a sorcerer, actually. Uh, that baseline drive with over-the-head layup is a glitch in the Matrix. Well, first off, the guy's not even looking at the rim. Also, most guys, like, shift their body or, like, they use their other hand. He does one hand. So, like, you're not expecting right. it at all where he goes up and just throws it up. That is a crazy move, especially with that type of speed. Yeah. Yeah. He knows how to score at five foot ten. Like, he knows <laughs> how to get the perfect angle at the rim to get his layup over a seven footer at five foot ten. He's mastered that. Absolutely. Like if you're five feet tall out there and you want to hoop, like watch that guy. Yeah. Uh let's see. Byron. Our boy Byron. Byron. Pair character riding a firework rocket, disappearing away before bursting into the sky. sky. Let's go. <laughs> Beautiful. That's art. Beautiful, Byron. Thank you, man. <laughs> really appreciate it. And uh Sir Homer. Great night for Ray's Vlaco agenda. Let's go. Let's go. go. I mean, I'm not trying to toot the horn yet, but you can toot your own horn. Like, give me the full agenda. I mean, give me the full Vlaco agenda. This is it. This is this is the Vlaco agenda. I mean, I I, I can't really. Uh, I always liked him. Yeah. Uh, to watch him kind of grow into the player that he's become and kind of find a role, and you know, I just couldn't be happier for him and and that I love being right. You know, people love being right. <laughs> Let's be honest. Ray, I got to admit, I also love being right, too. Oh. Yeah. I also love being oh, right. We got one more. Gordon coming in. Gordon coming in hot. Let's go. Nug hype. Nug hype. Nug, Nug hype. Our boy yes. Gordon. Thank you, Gordon. Nug life yeah. is dead. Real one. <laughs> Nug hype is alive. <laughs> Nug hype forever. Is Long that going to replace the S word on this show? I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. Uh, we are still waiting for Brendan Vote to chime in from the arena. He's waiting to hear from Aaron Gordon, I think. So until he joins, until he hears from Aaron Gordon, should we go around the association, guys? ATA times, baby. Go around Adam, the association. Adam just asked us to go ATA, so just know that. Yeah, let's also, go, baby. Byron and Gordon uh, coming together like that. It's like that uh, the little Kobe and Shaq. Like, it really is. Little meme, like yeah. little video of them just going nuts. Yeah, Byron and Gordon in the chat tonight is that meme. That's what that is. <laughs> oh, uh, Dev's wow. going to lead us in around the association, so take it away. All, All right, right, well, it's your you world. Know, there's a, there was a, a, a second place. There's always a second place, like finisher, you know, runner-up um, in the MVP race. Um, the Sixers got beat to sleep tonight by the mm. Cavaliers, uh, 113 mm. to 85. Um, in this game, uh, Embiid had went six of 16, um, 19 points in the game for a minus 12. Like, mm. that is. It's not MVP talent. He might be I, out of the conversation. I love when they get. He might be out of the conversation. Be like that, really. It's just, it's, yeah, he's out of the conversation. He's made it really <laughs> tough on himself. Um, Philly, Atlanta, Philly's 12 and 10, and I kind of feel like they're just going to be. 
maybe like a couple games over 500 sitting in that range for a while. <laughs> for They're a while. Fine. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's going to change at all. Um, Atlanta beats uh, the Orlando Magic 125 to 108. Um, in this game, uh, Trey Young had 30 points. He finished with 14 assists. He also had 10 assists in the first half. So him and uh, Jokic are the two best passers um, in the NBA. Um, and they got to put it on display in this one. Uh, DeJounte Murray had 27 points. Um, our boy Gary Harris went 0 for 3 in the game, minus Shout 20, out. 21. G he also money? had uh, he had uh, hamstring tightness, so he left oh, this game early oh, um, in this gosh. one. So that's okay. the same. He just G, came back G from Harris, a, the same one that we all uh, know and love. Yeah, I'm excited to well, excited and a little terrified for the Nuggets to play Trey Young. Be a great test defensively. It will, but also like a really scary matchup. And Deont- Deontay Murray. I mean, yeah, Deontay Murray. Yeah, yeah. Bobo, uh, he had twenty. He played twenty six minutes in My this guy. game. He had six points oh. only and four uh-huh. rebounds. Oh, uh, weird. I didn't hear any chatter about how the Nuggets fucked up Bobo Bo on the timeline tonight. <laughs> Not tonight. The timeline was pretty silent tonight. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. They're gonna stay that way. Not right uh, now. Yeah. Let's- um, Boston. Went crazy on Miami tonight. Well, it really was uh, Uh Jason Tatum. That guy is good. That's why Uh, Vote hasn't checked in yet. Yeah, that's why that's taking so long. He's probably (laughs) he's actually just not not hopping on the show tonight. (laughs) He finished with forty (laughs) nine points in this game. Oh yeah, forty nine points, eleven rebounds. Not only that, it was on fifteen of twenty five shooting. He went Mm. eight of twelve from three. Mm. Nuclear had himself a monster game. Damn, they took him out before he could get to fifty. Joe Mazzula doesn't care about stats. Maybe they didn't. We just, you know, we just don't know. Mm. In that, Bam Adebayo had twenty three points. He was really off. Uh, he kind of, uh, as well. Um, Brooklyn gets a win over Washington. Um, Brooklyn kind of one thirteen to one hundred seven. They are starting to get it together. Um, Kevin Durant had thirty nine points in this game. Thirteen of twenty from the field. Eleven eleven from the. Um, free throw line. He probably should be in the conversation. Definitely should Durant. be in the conversation. Yeah. Um, Kyrie mm-hmm. uh, went 9 of 21 from the field, but he finished with 27 points. Uh, and then Joe Harris was the only three that uh, had double figures in the game. Um, just a three-man lineup. Jokic might have passed Nick Claxton for the lead true in shooting true shooting percentage, percentage tonight. Mm. Claxton went 3 of 6. Ooh, <laughs> Love that'll, that'll it. Love to see it. We're rooting for that type of stuff. Uh, Monte Morris uh, played 28 minutes, so he, he's a starter still, which is great. Um, but only four points in the game, uh, three assists, four rebounds, or minus five. Mm. But I do like to see that he's still playing. Uh, Will Barton went one of four um, from that game. He's only having 14, a rough go of Only it. 14 minutes, yes. It's, it's rough in Washington. Not the homecoming that I think he expected. Um, mm. Milwaukee Bucks, they win 109-103 to over the Knicks. Um, in this game, Giannis went 37 points, 13 rebounds, um, knocked down two three-pointers. Um, only shot 12 uh, free throws, which seems like just not a lot for him. <laughs> seems to always get to the free throw line and do whatever it is that he it's wants. probably the Knicks. I heard that they're getting uh, Chris Middleton back. I did hear oh. that as well. Streets are talking. Big for them. Yeah. The guy that everybody loves to hate, um, R.J. Barrett, had 26 points to lead the Knicks um, in this game. I was. <laughs> He's another guy who I watched. Like, I w- just watched Jalen Green twice. I watched R.J. Barrett against the Nuggets, and I'm like, does this guy suck? <laughs> like, I, I just feel like he's not good. This year, he's been horrible. Yeah. They actually got uh, Mitchell Robinson back. I feel like I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah, so, sent um, Hartenstein to the bench. Got to play for a while. Uh-huh, got a lot Hart. of rebounds in this game. Um, Memphis 
loses to the Timberwolves. Loses. A little bit, little bit shocked about that one. John Moran had 24 points um, in this one. Um, I do believe he got ejected from the game. Mm. Um, maybe Dylan Brooks got ejected. I might be making that one up. Um, 8 of 20 from I the mean, field. Potentially. Um, it just seems like he's always ejected yeah, from the It's game. possible. Um, 8 of 20 from the field. Um, not really a great game from him. On the other side, Anthony Edwards had 29 points. Maybe that's who got ejected. 29 points in he's the game. also a likely candidate. Jalen Noel had 24 points off the bench. Yeah, that's a big win for Minnesota because they just lost Towns for like four weeks. So, Is it awkward if they find a lot of success without Towns? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it will be very awkward. <laughs> no, Tim Conley might have to make another massive speaking trade. Speaking of what was awkward in this game, you know, when uh, Towns is not there, that means Rudy Gobert is back to like being a natural big man, um, the only guy out there. Yeah. Guess how many rebounds he has in this game? I'm looking at it right oh, now. This is hard to believe. One rebound. How? Like no. 26 How? minutes. No. One it's rebound. It's not even like they got a lot of – they only had 29 <laughs> rebounds as a team. What happened in this they game? They played without no a big man tonight. He what only happened? had nine points. What is the total they just let the ball roll out of bounds? Like, what happened? <laughs> they must have never missed. No one missed. But Girl. it's not even like Memphis shot it well. <laughs> this is bizarre. I don't know. Bizarre. Yeah. yeah. What Yeah. What if, what if Memphis – I mean, sorry, not Memphis. What is what if Minnesota just figures it out without Cat? What does that mean? <laughs> I think it's good for them to develop some chemistry between Gobert and Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell. I think that's a positive thing. But it's just gonna be, you know, it's gonna be a little awkward when they bring him yeah. back. They and, do look like a traditional team. Like this, this is right. not a game that you can say that. But Anthony Edwards, Edwards wants to shoot the ball. Yeah, Rudy yeah. Gobert wants to grab rebounds. That's a match made in heaven. <laughs> Gun and the other one just gets the rebound and just tip it out. Like it's like Clint Capella with Houston. Um, where it's just like, yeah, let's just clean it up. But, yeah. I mean, if there's one coach that I think can figure this out after kind of having a lot of sex here, success here with Jokic and Plumley and New Orleans mm-hmm. with uh, Anthony Davis and, and Boogie, I mean, it's Chris Finch. Chris Finch. I, I'm a big Chris Finch fan. Yeah, that's my guy. If somebody's going to figure out how to get those guys to play together, it's probably him. But um, they probably have maybe a better chance at succeeding without Towns. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Should New, be interesting. We will New see. Orleans, oh, New Orleans. Uh, is that how you say New Orleans? New Orleans. Pelicans. New uh, Orleans. They uh they get the win over the Toronto Raptors. Um, I haven't heard anything about the Raptors in a, in a long time. They're just they're the not Raptors. A team you hear a lot about. Yeah, they're they're the Raptors. I don't even know what they're their just record is. The I, quietest I they, successful. It's like a little above five hundred, yeah, probably. <laughs> Gary Trent Jr. goes for thirty-five points in this game, so he goes nuclear. Um, nobody else really steps up. Van Vliet actually only plays twenty minutes. He went. He goes one of eight from the field. It looks like the this must have been a blowout because like the starters didn't play mm-hmm. um, a ton in this one. Um, on the Pelican side, Zion Williamson thirty-three points to lead all scores. Um, also, Trey Murphy. Has 26 points. He goes 6 of 12 from the three-point line. That's, that's something you don't see every day. He can um, shoot the rock. Big Val with a double-double, 16 points, 11 rebounds. Yeah, that's a, that's a shocking win right there. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, looks like uh, the the Thunder beat the Spurs. Um, one t- one nineteen. The to Spurs are. What are they on? Like a ten game losing streak right now. Yeah, <laughs> Good for them. They know what they're doing over there. If there's one they're guy I know that can figure that out, it's him. They're working towards their Jalen Williams goes for twenty seven points. My guy. Um, you know, we all have to like J- uh, Jalen Williams now. His brother is going to see you. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. I already liked him. So I already like him. Um, yeah, 
the, 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 the Spurs are not that good. Um, and then uh, the the Lakers look like they're going to get a win over Portland. What? Um, they're up 97 mm. to 82. Oh, um, that's in that that's game. a shame. Also, in Sabonis and Halliburton's uh, first game back, they're down 126 oh, yeah. to 95. Oh, yeah, the Sabonis-Halliburton bowl. They're, they're getting beat to sleep in that game, too. Wow. Kings are up big on the Pacers. Good for the Kings. Wow. Kings are they are going to light the beam tonight, I think. They deserve happiness. Yeah. Um, that is it for Around the Association. Do we have Brendan Vogt yet? We, do. we have Brendan Vogt nice. from nice. Ball Arena. There he is. Beautiful lighting, beautiful camera angle. Love that wrist. Vote. Good to see you, man. Fellas, how are we? Ray, what a treat. What a treat to see you yeah. on a Wednesday. Look at this of course. Guy. It's always a pleasure. Natural. Yeah, thank you. He's, he's had a great show so far. That's what the streets are saying, guys. Do you want to hear what the, uh, the Nuggets are saying? Yeah, let's hear, I'd love it. To hear it. All right. Michael Malone was furious. And I'm not of course. even kidding. I Michael knew it. I told you guys. Okay. <laughs> it was a tone setter. It was a teachable moment for Michael Malone. Um, they did actually win this game by 20 points. Yeah. Uh, but Malone, did, he felt like it was a one-half effort from the Denver Nuggets following another one-half effort against the Rockets on Monday. Now, they were both wins, fellas, both blowouts. But I suppose this is what a coach has to do when you play the Rockets twice in a row. The bar's a little higher than that. Having said that, I was a touch surprised by the forcefulness with which he sent some messages tonight. Uh, he was pleased with how they played in the first, not pleased with how they played in the second. It just wasn't good enough. They didn't play with any discipline or urgency like they did in the first half, which got them that lead, and they got bored and messed around with it. He wants his team to, quote, be some grown-ass men and handle your business. I'm not a Debbie Downer. I'm really excited we won the game. But I just want to see our team mature and understand that consistency is going to be what allows us to be a team that goes deep. I don't know if you guys caught it. The starters did go back into this game that was well decided late in the game. Malone said, uh, yeah, I did not like the direction of the game. So there you have it. He wanted to see the starters execute. Um, listen, I, it's, it's a message for the team and not for me. I will say... Uh, I find it easier to laugh at than anything tonight. But I suppose that's him doing his job. Uh, he did think there were plenty of examples of, of good things. He liked the way the second half played tonight. He was really proud of Vlaco, who he said was really down on himself after a dip in that last game. It was really good to see him bounce back. He didn't know Vlaco could jump like that. He's pretty sure Vlaco didn't know it either. And he said, I bet Vlaco said to himself midway through the air, Oh, shit. <laughs> That's actually what we think as well. We think Maybe. he did not mean to take off from the free throw line. <laughs> Those gym sessions, they paid off. Well, so apparently I wasn't in the locker room. Um, so this is this is this comes from the folks who did make it to the locker room while I waited for AG. Uh, apparently, Vlaco told reporters that uh, he just uh, he was not sure how if he was going to get blocked or not or how far back <laughs> Kenny Martin Jr. was. So he just jumped. From the free throw line. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Um, oh, that's great. I love it. So, yeah, he was happy to see Vlaco bounce back. We talked with Michael Malone. Or, I'm sorry, we talked with Jamal Murray as well. Uh, Murray said he's never seen Vlaco dunk like that. But now that he has, he wants to see him try to do it from the free throw line in practice because he's pretty sure that he can. So I'm hoping that the half-court shot that he works on for 30 minutes after each practice turns into a, a free-throw line dunk. How about these two highlights from Vlaco Chancho this year? 
He has the half-court buzzer beater to beat the halftime buzzer in Dallas. And then almost a free throw line dunk against the Rockets. Like, yeah. out of all the highlights he could have had, those two would have been very low on, like, my list of... Your, your, you know, your Block bingo John board. Wall, too. Yeah. Yeah. Block John Wall. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's Vaco's world, fellas. And yeah, he's really having right some now. glow up here this season. Murray was asked about his recent ability to create pressure at the rim. He's scoring much better at the rim than he was to start the year. Yep, he, he said it's reps. It's all just reps. Uh, he just feels that much more comfortable going at bigs, uh, keeping his feet, um, putting his body on the line, all of it. Uh, on the starters checking back in, he, you know, he didn't seem to, to feel too strongly about it one way or another. He did just agree that it was a one-half effort and that they can't do that in hostile environments. That certainly does apply if they were playing a team like Boston. Mm -hmm. Again, though, fellas, they didn't lose this lead. I want to reiterate that. <laughs> they never, what did they it get down it. to? 19? 19, yeah. yeah. I actually mm -hmm. thought it was kind of a weird night to make this point, but all the same. Look, I mean, this is what Michael Malone does. Like, this is how he coaches. You know, yeah. like other coaches coach in different ways. This is how Michael Malone coaches, just as. Hey, maybe there's something to it. I mean, the last time the Nuggets were up, I think, 27 like that in a half or 29, whatever it got to, uh, I think they ended up losing, winning that game by only three. That was yeah. about three years ago. So there, yeah. there's precedent for this. And Malone talk, talked about that. It, he said he got nervous at halftime when he saw that lead because he's seen it from this team. He's seen it time and time and time again. Uh, I just didn't think we saw it tonight. Yeah. Alas, I digress. They, they probably did not need to come back in. Yes. They're probably not. No, I don't think so. Um, it's a little, a little PTSD. Asked, it's fine. Yeah. I asked Jamal about, you know, the last time he was healthy with this team, there were some different faces, different role players. But besides the fact that he's obviously looking at different people when he looks around, does he notice anything different about this team 20 games in than the last one he played for? And he said it's small stuff. It's situational. Um when teams are going on runs, we know who to get the ball to. We know what to do. When we're in a bingo, also known as a two-for-one, uh, we don't just run the ball down and jack it up. He said it's little things. It's situational, but these things are tighter for them. Everyone seems to have, I think, a good understanding of their roles. Is probably a big factor in that. A bingo. That noise a behind bingo. me. A bingo. Two-for-one is a bingo. He stopped himself because he realized I had no idea what he meant. And he's like, two-for-one. <laughs> I didn't know they called it that either, but now I know. So, I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. It, it wasn't like, oh, we've got these perimeter defenders now or, or rosters different in this way. He just said little things situationally feel different this time around. Um, we also talked to AG, fellas, who said he did not think Vlaco was going to jump from that far. It was pretty, pretty dope. Uh, as far as everyone coming together, he thinks they're just playing together, playing for each other. Everybody knows their roles. Uh, on Bruce Brown, the Nuggets being able to play so well, even when they're down important players. He said, we've got some really talented players on this team. Top to bottom, we have no links, uh, no weak links. And then he shouted out Bruce Brown, I think, is the ultimate example of a guy who can fill in. Um, on his shooting turnaround, he said, it's just the pace. I'm just getting back into game pace. I was really deliberate in my practice for shooting the ball. And you want to be deliberate in a game but you don't, you don't always have that much time, so you've got to speed it up a bit. He said, I, once I figured out the balance of trusting my shot and finding the balance of it, uh, uh, the pace of a game, things fell into place for him. Uh, finally, on, on the starters coming back in, 
He was asked about it. He said, yeah, took a long pause, looked at the stat sheet for a while, and he said, we just got to stay ready and be engaged. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, we have to be ready at any <laughs> given moment. Finally, guys, he said, look, we don't want to be playing our best basketball. We want to be playing our best basketball by the end of the season, not now. The number one thing they need to work on for him, just like Michael Malone, they need a 48 effort. They need a four-quarter effort. Yeah. And that's it for me. This is something that um, Ish told me when I chatted with him the other night. You don't want to peak too early. Like This is a real thing that NBA teams are very conscious of that I don't think a lot of people think about. You don't want to peak too early. Like You want to be ramping up your entire season, and then in April, in May, that's when you want to be playing your best basketball. So it's, it's interesting to think about it that way, but that's, I think, how a lot of teams think about it. It was really funny. I this is not a basketball thing in a, in bowling leagues. It's the exact same. Like you're you're in a 32 week league. You don't want to peak in week seven. You want to peak like week 30, week 31, week 32. If you guys don't know, Ray is a borderline professional bowler. Almost there. What what's your you bowled a 270 something before? 279 is my best. 279 is his all time high. Um, Unbelievable. He's well, better at bowling than basketball. Anybody yeah. else is at anything probably. Uh, I'm the best bowler most non-bowlers know. Okay. Mm. You're the best bowler I know. That's deep. I'm inspired by this narrative, guys, because I've been watching the Celtics, and I was starting to get worried. But guess what? They're just peaking too early. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're peaking way too early. Um, anything else vote from the arena? Uh, nuggets are playing well. Nuggets are on a roll. I'm going to get out of here because this sound is really annoying. <laughs> the good thing is I don't think we can really hear it, or at least I can. So Okay. It's good. No, you're good. All right. See you, man. We appreciate get uh, the safe. coverage. Get home safe, of course. Fellas, hell of a night. Hell of a night. Nuggets win 120 to 100. Every nugget is good. The Nuggets are on a win streak. We're streaking right now. A four-game winning streak. Heading to Atlanta, two-game road trip. We'll see how they do. We'll yeah. see how they do. I'm pretty uh, optimistic. I'm thinking Ray, about, like, uh, I'm going to swindle some people. I'm going to bring Ray to the bowling alley. And oh, you should. Bet <laughs> I ask my friends to do this people. all the time. Please, oh, please help me. We're about to Let hustle me help. people. Yes, thank you. Let's oh, do it. How much did your ball cost? This is great. Um, buck 50. Not bad. Bowling balls aren't that expensive. Yeah. I was thinking more, but that's not bad. You can spend like. Do you wear a glove? Uh, I do not. Some people do. I wear. I use. Okay. I use like the powder though. Right. The tech. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, it we was should great. go bowling soon. Yeah. It yeah. was great yeah, having uh, Ray in here. We want you to to stop by more. It's great whenever you're. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, guys. Yeah. yeah this is it, being at the bar. Obviously, always a great time, and uh, being on the show, always a great time. So. Thank you for coming on, man. I'm sure we'll have you back at some point. Cool. Superstar Dev, thanks for hanging out with me as well. Thank you, guys. Great night in the chat. You guys absolutely brought it. Thank you for the super chats. Thanks for hanging out. If you haven't, hit that thumbs up before you get out of here. I think we'll be back with another show tomorrow. Um, we'll see. If not, we'll be back Friday. Thank you, guys. Talk to you then. Either.